So I wanted to show you guys that you were mentioned on Reddit. Both of you. We were? You're now awesome. famous. Did you know this? No, I didn't. No. Nobody told me. All right. Let me uh let me find it. Hold on. I'm upset. My I feel like you guys will see this enough. thing. Uh hold on. Hold on. Let me find it. Let me find it. We were probably mentioned in a reply that's like Yeah, but they didn't um, get fun of us. Like a bajillion <laughs> downvotes because we were mentioned in it. You might have a defamation case. Well, you weren't mentioned by name. What they referred to you as was incredible. Um, was it mean? Was it wasn't the thread that every that everybody was like? Oh, is this where people were asking oh. why you don't have a full time ride? Yeah, so this is in the thread where they asked just why does how does Park Claim not have a full time ride? Which is very nice, and I did it on my in the wall show, which comes out tomorrow. But this guy Turbo Geo Metro. Y'all give Parker's podcast a, li- a listen. It's him and a few notable iRacing guys. <gasps> We're notable? <laughs> well, you know, I am king. You are the controller king. And, and you are the controller. Race controller. So wow. I thought that was a big moment for the podcast. What was First, his name? Turbo Geo Metro. His okay, can tag, you send me the full quote his again? Flare, his flair is Earnhardt Sr. Oh, oh. What a badass. Yep. Basically, your guy's new favorite person. I'm gonna pr- I'm gonna print his quote off. I'm gonna put it on I'm gonna make a plaque and put it on my wall. <laughs> I'm sharing it to you. I'm gonna have it behind me on the podcast. <laughs> Anybody who says anything nice about me, I'll put you on a plaque and put you in my room. <clears throat> yeah. AJ, you're handsome. Should we start this thing? Uh, not yet. <laughs> My heart. Hello and welcome to the E-Racer podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Parker Kligerman, NASCAR driver, TV, you know the rest. Joined by the race controller himself, not the king, but the race controller, Joshua Mendoza. And that one notable guy from iRacing for having a controller. Controller king, AJ Henderson. Let's do this thing. I clicked the button, nothing happened. That's... Oh, no. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Oh my gosh, what is on my glasses? What the freak out? That's so loud. Why is it so loud? Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> oh no, it's your, going again! Your girl's in my DMs, mate. <laughs> mate. <laughs> that's, that's a great quote. Well, you guys are now. I love that intro because it's just the greatest thing ever. Hey guys, you know you're on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> that made that that made my day. Yeah, honestly, that made my day. that that little Reddit post. I was like, I had to send. Yeah, it to Parker, my you family. get Reddit like, posts made brother... about you after every truck race. I know. I asked. I asked if so my it's brother nice to have my own. So I was like, Hey, did my brother oh. write this? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite comment asked. from. Uh, are we going to talk about that? talk about that at all or are we cutting that off right uh here? i was get, maybe getting into i also filmed in the wall today where i went into uh what it takes financially to run a full-time truck team versus how we do it part-time um in a very quick segment but we could get into it if you want to aj if you have points to get i just into. wanted to say one thing you didn't read parker didn't read the full quote i'm sorry oh. it ends with they're arguably the greatest podcast in existence why did you say that you guys, oh. I sent you the link. I didn't read it. I didn't have. We're recording the podcast. I sent you the link. I was waiting for well, you to Josh find it. it. That you know what? That's the tagline for the podcast. Arguably the greatest podcast in existence. In existence. Dash Boom. Turbo Geo this Metro. Has to be somebody's mom. This can't be. No. Anyone. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Wait, this is a nice guy who enjoys your podcast or girl. Yeah. Well, whoever it is, thank you for the support. We agree it's the greatest podcast in existence. Thank you, let's, Turbo Geo right. Metro. Thanks, Josh's let's, mom. Enough about <laughs> ourselves. Yeah, thanks, Josh's mom. Enough about ourselves. Let's talk this past weekend, guys, um, before we look ahead, because it wasn't a lot of racing, unlike the weekend prior where literally every racing series in the world was racing. Um, this one, we just had NASCAR. Literally, I don't think was there anything else racing anywhere. Supercross, Supercross, 
Got it. At Atlanta. They put dirt oh. on the Atlanta front stretch. That's right. You can watch the Peacock, by the way. It does well there. Yep. That's great. And I yeah. believe Razor had an e-scooter test over the weekend. Um, <laughs> trying a new powertrain. <laughs> hey, that's my segment. <laughs> yeah, that's wait my a segment, Josh. All right. Don't you dare take over for the e-scooter correspondent. <laughs> Yeah. We were going to check in with that later in the show. I family to feed. Yeah, and I also wanted a full rundown on the latest power rankings of the E-Scooter World Championship 30 riders that AJ's been working on. Yep. Also, big power news. Rankings. Before we go any further, big news, guys. I uh, I signed up for Monday Night Racing because I was getting a bunch of flack in their, in their uh new driver rankings thing that I'm not first, which is just ridiculous. So um, I'm going to go dominate and win the championship this year. I'm upset that I'm not first. Why am I not in that series? All right. I don't know. You should just, yeah, I work good. in NASCAR. I work in, I work at Parker. Up. So technically I work in NASCAR. Sign okay. up. And I'm better than arguably all the drivers in their series other than <laughs> Raja. So why am I not in the series? Uh, Adam Cabot my... won the championship, just so you know, which means he is better than Raja. So means who the fuck uh, is, well... <laughs> <laughs> is that guy? <laughs> he got there on merit. He got there on merit. No, no. So, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of really good drivers, but uh, I still want to race. So yeah, I'm gonna go I in mean, there. You can always join I... in as a a spectator and then race in a ghost car around that is true i could do that and then record it and then act like, yeah, I'm act like you're in there yeah I and then eventually be like think... screw it let's add him in i legitimately what's think that i will not lose a single race you better not well if i'm gonna be spotting Just don't for violate you. a restart rule and you'll be fine <laughs> i'm gonna be spotting for you parker we're gonna be doing telemetry tests we're gonna be yeah, doing we're, we're gonna really? be doing all the analyzing Hot and heavy in what's well, the first race, Josh? Do you know? Yeah, where uh, I believe it? it's the twenty fourth, and it's it's going to be there. They'll be doing two duels, um, and an LCQ in order to set the lineup for their first race of the season at Daytona. So they're all oh. at Daytona. It's all gonna be okay. at Daytona. So. so I can't win every race because I can't even be in every race. What? what? Huh? Oh, are you already starting off with the? I'm not going to be home. Oh, here's my no, excuse. I, thought, I can't I be thought, at every race. Right, they're doing duels, so I got. I mean, I, I'm going to be in one duel. I can't win both duels. Well, that's not. Oh, okay. The duels don't aren't points. They're they're just qualifying races. No, I, know, I thought you were I saying. Mean, I literally, oh, I, I literally came in here. You know thinking, what? If You're there right. was a race right. with an M and R tag on it, I'm going to win it. <laughs> Get an all. Okay. Well, that's pretty. <laughs> Parker Kligger being in the second duel and Parker Kligger man in the first yeah. duel. Flash now, forward be- to. Week three of MNR where it. Parker's racing on some dirt track. It's like, my piece, oh, I'm getting 15 frames a second. Oh. <laughs> well, speaking of, what is Parker's excuse going to be for when he wrecks, uh, when he has a brand new graphics card in his machine in like a week and a half? My oh, you're getting a new GPU? I got, I ordered it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's about a thousand bucks? Thousand hard kind of, dollars. What was it? Which in, got with inflation EGA is like eight thousand. Thirty thirty uh thirty eighty FTW three ultra. Whoa. What the hell does that mean? Uh it's yeah, a lot of extra worth. things. <laughs> Josh says it's fifty percent it's fifty percent better than what I have. Which is astonishing that it's only fifty percent when it's a thousand dollars and mine is like five years old. Yeah, well, what do you yours, have currently? Like a sixteen sixty or something? He's got a ten eighty Ti. Oh, okay. I thought you I'm had thinking, like an eighteen-year-old graphics card. No, I mean yeah, he's also running a 8800 GTS single slot with a blower cooler. The wow. 1080 doesn't, he, doesn't even have an eight-pin PCI connector. Dude, mm. What a loser! You don't have an eight-pin <laughs> PCI. Oh my goodness! Go you don't podcast. know what the hell he's talking yeah, about. AJ. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna play along. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing a great job. It doesn't have any capacitance on it. Dude, he doesn't even have like an MVMME. <laughs> Flash drive. <laughs> hey, AJ, you're way quicker this week because you're not drunk. I'm literally drinking. Maybe I'm more drunk. That's the because <laughs> we had to wait two hours for you to record. <laughs> oh 
my gosh. All I've done is been on recordings today. Are we going to talk about Josh's shirt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's. It's called so, um, a motor race. We went car racing. That's the shirt. That's the shirt I'm going to wear to the Spanish Grand Prix in a couple of weeks. So famous good. David Hoots quote. <laughs> Michael Massey is Michael my he, he is my hero as, as far Wolf as I'm concerned. Throw red paint on you like you're wearing fur. <laughs> they just show me your house and beat you up. <laughs> Honestly, that'll be that'll be hilarious. Think about all the content for the podcast that would come out of me getting beaten and bludgeoned by Toto Wolf. We Toto could- Wolf, Joshua Mendoza, uh, celebrity boxing match. Yes. Yep. yep. I'm a lose, yep. but the publicity is going to be great. Actually, so um, not to bring this back, but bringing this back, I got this as a birthday present from my girlfriend. So <laughs> she is. Did you guys know it's week seven epic. of Josh's birthday? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, this is another week of us talking about Josh's birthday. I We're just got to already. Don't worry. We'll talk about it every week until the next one, which is basically a year away. Woo! Josh's birthday, your, guys. Send your gifts to uh, send your <laughs> gifts to Parker's PO box. Yeah, send them all here because we just keep giving them to him every week. <laughs> this is gonna be an inside joke. When Josh for the rest has of the a kid one day, forever. You can be like, "We want to celebrate <laughs> your son's birthday." Make no, it's my 86th week of my birthday. Being my <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> No one else gets to celebrate. Parker, we can take a day off so my son can celebrate his birthday. And then we're going (laughs) right back to celebrating my birthday. Right back to Josh's birthday. There you go. All right, guys. 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 Um, Guys. Guys. We got to talk. When's your birthday, Parker? We're done with birthdays. We're done with it. When is yours? (laughs) Mine's August 8th. All right. I'm writing that down. AJ, when's yours? AJ, <laughs> he's trying to remember. Why I didn't say it. It's February twelfth. I was February. trying to make a funny joke and I couldn't think of one, Wait. so I was just like, "I'm just not going to say anything." We missed his we birthday this year. Buy- we missed your birthday. We yeah, birthday. you got literally neither anybody at Eraser said happy birthday at all. No one knew it was your birthday. Maybe. We weren't. See, you got to be like me and just make it obvious over. <laughs> I know when all of your guys' birthdays are. All right. You guys don't even need to know the date of my birthday. You just know April. I don't even need just to know that. Whole month. I just know it's a time of the day. It's Josh's birthday. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm adding all right. this. Parker said, we are, we are done with birthday talks for this week. So last weekend of racing, we went to Bristol Motor Speedway where they forgot to dust it. So they called it a race and it was a dirt race. So. Covered in dirt. Ha. Uh, huh. Wow. Thanks, AJ. You know, you're really a piece of work I, I, sometimes. I didn't, I didn't get it You're just a piece of work. I legit didn't get the joke at first. Then I, got I didn't it. get the joke. And I was like, wow, what a silly joke. Wow. I didn't get it. Okay. Well, I'll go back to... I'll uh, see. We'll just carry on. All right. Let me it's take better it. better that way. So you're, you're going nowhere fast. So... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What are you holding? Is that five Speaking hours? Actually, it's a four sigmatic adaptogen focus um, wow if you'd like to try it, go use the use the code parker 50 um you have your own course. code what is this i want to google this I, yeah actually try it out. i just want sigmatic so this is the coffee i drink all the time and then they sent me this too but it's awesome coffee. i shouldn't be doing this they're eventually gonna sigmatic. pay us hopefully oh but uh it's nice. the best coffee in the world it's mushroom, uh, it's mushroom coffee with this lion's mane birthday is going on right now <laughs> oh perfect send them that <laughs> It's definitely Josh. Uh, this stuff's amazing. Okay, you were talking to Riley where I was I'm going a... with this, guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold AJ, on, hold on. I'm a friend. What is that supposed this to is... say? Isn't that what I'm supposed to say? This podcast is useless. Throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> Who said this is the best podcast? Is just done. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we really need to get this on the rails. It's, uh, we didn't talk about <laughs> Racing, we're 15 minutes in. We haven't done a single thing on racing. So this past <laughs> so you weekend, said, well, said we're we're going nowhere fast, and that's funny you say that. 
I'm going to just make a line. We'll go back to the truck series. The cup series race was the slowest race in NASCAR cup series history. All right, carry on. Doesn't matter. Don't care. Uh, even, I've always had a theory. Speed doesn't matter. No, it is. It's the oh, yeah. average speed of the cup race was the lowest recorded average speed of any cup oh, race. Oh, you mean like the cars? Yeah. Okay. Since I think the modern like era. Green since flag checker. Uh, 75 years. Since 75 years. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. We're and you know what? Did the know. racing I like that. suffer? No. Didn't matter. So Yeah, there's there is actual passing. Yeah, I loved it. When arrow doesn't matter. Let's go. I loved it. I think so. The dirt track this weekend. People didn't like let me it. let me let me talk about this real quick. So last year we went to the dirt track at Bristol. They covered it in dirt. It was a slick single groove asphalt track. You drove it straight, you slid around a little bit, you drove like kind of crazily because you could get away with it, but Still felt like basically an asphalt track, you know, with some weird bumps and and huge ruts. Then we, this year we came back and we we're all like, oh, it's going to be the same thing. Even though they did this like variable banking thing, we were totally wrong. Steve Swift, SMI, knocked it out of the park and created a track that you had to drive like a dirt track. From very early in practice, it became evident in the trucks and then in the cup cars, that if you wanted to, you could drive them super sideways and make speed and f- move up the track and find speed and find the cushion and put your right rear in the you know different dirt. And it was just badass. And I struggled a little bit in practice with it and was like, oh, no, what am I doing? And then I went and watched cup practice. And I watched Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Briscoe, and especially Kyle Larson, like enter the corner at so much more angle than I was able to do. And I was just like, whoa. And then I found out, hey, you're supposed to turn the brake bias back. So I was like, oh, that helps and figured it out. But the uh, it was really, really cool. So I just wanted to put it out there that, you know, the track this year was exceptional compared to what we've normally done with stock cars. And I'm surprised. Like I was blown away at the racing and what you were able to do inside the car. I agree. Yeah, Especially for the I truck mean, race, truck race is just incredible. Once like, I found moving changed. back, the brake bias helped our truck. I was totally, <laughs> we were much better racing. Should yeah, I get Josh into the truck race? You. Yeah, I know he was. I mean, if you want. Well, well, I was, the truck I was race, in the 54 truck. Oh, that's true. Logano? Yeah. Grant, you were really yeah. impressive for your first time then. That was impressive. <laughs> I raced with him a bunch. I'm a dirt racer born and raised. Truck race. Yeah, I'll say this. We were in the... We were in the first heat, which had all the mud. I couldn't see a thing. I actually ran into uh, Taylor, Tanner Gray, Taylor Gray. I can't which one I ran into. Tanner. Tanner. Yeah. Tanner. Oh, wait, there's two of them. Yeah, the you, you, almost, you, almost, you almost spun him. Yeah, well, I could tell. I knew I was below him, but my, my windshield got covered in mud, so I literally couldn't see. And so I was just sort of going off the ends, like, feel. And then I sort of looked, and I sort of saw his get super sideways, and my – I felt it like in the truck, like, Oh, I'm, I'm hitting something. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I'm hitting him. And then, uh, he able, was able to gather it back up and then he actually started to blow up. And so got out of the way, but, um, yeah, we were just faster. And I was like, I got to pass this guy. And then I tried to run down Austin Dillon, but was no avail. And that was cool because I was really worried about that race being that it was in the mud. And that was where I struggled the most was like driving like a dirt car. Cause I've never driven a dirt car. So, but I felt like I figured it out. I turned the brake bias back a ton and just started whipping it in the corner and it worked and just got in the throttle. And I talked to like Dylan Welch and Chase Briscoe who were like, just use the throttle, bro. And I was like, okay, figure it out. Did that, got in the race, had a horrible start. But the race, as you guys mentioned, was badass because you could run all over the damn track. And it felt like we were in constant drifts and you were sliding and I could use the bottom and hook the left side up drive up out of the banking and like get a run on some other guys and i raced with chase elliott a ton past him raced with joe logano a ton past him it was just like so much fun and yeah i felt it was a really fun race go ahead josh what do you want me to add to that i i wasn't in the race i I wasn't joey you were you leaning you're leaning into your camera so i didn't want to go you're leaning into your mic Oh, no. Um, no, honestly, the race was awesome to watch. I, it was exciting to watch the the heat racing. It was the first time I believe we got that since last year. It was mudded right out. out. Um, yeah. So it was really cool to see the that kind of get developed. I think the production could 
learn how to convey that winning the heat race doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be um, at the front of wherever your next race is going to be. I felt like there was like, oh, well, the current starting lineup, you know, never mentioned the fact that after heat race two, Parker Kligerman was sitting on provisional pole. So I think that's kind of stuff that they could work on. But the way the format was set up, it made for an exciting time. It was fun to see people work their way through the field like Joey Logano um, and uh, Ben Rhodes, yeah. I think, was really fast. So. He was so fast. He was in our zip code. <clears throat> yeah. Think, yeah, it was insane. I think the only way we beat him. So the, the point of this race that upsets me was with like 22 to go, 24 to go. I was pass, finally passing John Hunter Nemechek because he was so hard to pass. I finally had him after trying to pass him for like 40 laps. And, you know, Carson Hosevar got the lead from him on this one restart where I was on the bottom. That sucked. And, you know, Carson just was good in three and four, but I was able to run the bottom one and two. So I finally get up beside John Hunter and we run through three and four where he was better. And I stayed side by side with him and we're heading towards one and two where I'm going to clear him because I'm so much better through the bottom one and two. And the damn caution comes out. And not only did it screw us one way, but it screwed us another way where we had to restart third instead of fourth. And that's when Ben Rhodes goes on to restart, take the lead because his truck was just in our zip code and then, uh, you know, go on to win. And if I clear that four, Ben Rhodes was like a second behind us. Then the only one in front of me was the 42. And I felt like we were way better than him in three and four or one and two. And, you know, he just maybe was equal in three and four. So we at least would have been able to fight it out with Carson for the win. Um, and I think Ben would have maybe caught us, you know what I mean? So I feel like that was a race that got away. If I could have gotten just more restarts on the outside, maybe we would have been where Carson was. Where like when I restarted second there, and he was on the outside and fourth and got the lead. Like you know that was frustrating. We we probably need to choose cone there because I I did a majority of my restarts on the bottom, and it was almost impossible to restart there. So I uh, I didn't like it, but it's one that got away, guys. One that got away. I want a sword. Ah, uh, a sword would be pretty cool. You're not a big trophy yeah. guy. But a sword would be cool, I assume. Yeah, I would have maybe kept that one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, so anyway. I agree. The truck race was awesome. Um, it seemed like the track would change and develop a lot more than the cup race did. Uh, you guys were getting all the way up to the wall. And yeah, the truck race, I felt like, but in the cup race, they didn't, which could have been because it got wetted down so much. I think that's what it was. And I think, you know, the trucks. We were so much. We had bias ply tires. Remember that, so we could drive way more sideways um, than the Cup cars. And I know Joe Legato was mentioning to me like how much more sideways you could be in the truck is a little bit more fun. And then you could just see it, right? And actually, I have a funny quote from my girlfriend Shannon, who was like, "I couldn't even watch this race because you just look all out of control." <laughs> it's like, no, we're sliding. She's like, "You just all look like you're gonna crash any second." <laughs> I was like, "No, that's dirt racing," but. Um, yeah, and then the funny thing was, like, you would go, you know, the top would be dominant, 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 and then for a restart, for, like, four laps, the bottom would rip because it was, like, cold or something. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works, but it was wild. And then I remember the funny thing that jumped out to me was the time that, under caution, we'd all go drive in, like, the mud because it cools your tires down. And I was like, oh. And then some oh. guys would, like, not do it because they're trying to keep their tires warm. So, like, Devin's philosophies, which was weird. I totally forgot about dirt racing. That's funny. So, like. Yeah, there's funny stuff like that. Two trucks got stuck together. That was yep. pretty great. That was, that was probably wild. my that was one of my those are my top five favorite moments from that race. <laughs> Austin Wayne Self and Matt De Benedetto got stuck together, and then the the what you call it truck dudes with the crane were trying to pull them apart. What are they called? Tow trucks. Trying yeah. to pull them apart, and then they like they made it worse, and then, like they were pretty mad because their trucks were getting torn up. It was great memes all around. Great memes. It was kind of yeah, funny. That was, I, I enjoyed crazy. It was fun to see the the comers and goers of the race, though. I mean, Ben Rhodes managed to sweep all the stages and managed to. I, he won the race too. If I'm remembering that right, am I, am I remembering that right? <laughs> yeah, you're remembering it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was very, very focused on doing my taxes over the weekend. Did he so win I... both stages? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a perfect weekend. Yeah. That's weird because yeah. he didn't really like run up front. 
I didn't feel like most of the time. Hey, you led like the whole. There's one stage where you ran up front the whole time. Oh, <laughs> what's maybe up? I'm dumb. Yeah. yeah, they didn't pit till the yeah, second stage, so he won both stages. Yeah. Oh, right. It was after the second stage, he like disappeared. Like, yeah, but then he got there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Parker. Yep. I was uh I was cleaning up a mess in the kitchen today, and I realized that I had uh, bounty as my hell yeah as the what I was using to clean it up. So I just wanted to wanted to say that your guys' advertising worked even before you guys advertised wow. it. So it was good job. I also and bounty. I saw you guys actually had bounty to clean the we truck did. off. We did. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that is absolutely right. So we had somebody in the eraser discord, uh, discord.gg forward slash eraser. If you want to partake in the wonderful <laughs> conversations we have ask, uh, or ask us to discuss where do you put that little Swiffer thingy, jigger oh, wiper yeah. thing that you, you use to make sure that it's not flying around the truck when you're racing. So pretty funny. Um, there's no real like spot. So you just put it down below the seat on the left side, below the, the radios and such. You know, there's a couple bars down there. And what I would do, the one we had this year, was really cool. Is that it was extend, you know, it could extend. And then two, the, you know, the Swiffer was just that like Swiffer thing on the end. It wasn't an attachment, which last year we had the issue where we had a, probably a more heavy duty one, but it was an attachment and I it flew off <laughs> when I was oh, trying no. to use it. <laughs> one time on the right side and I was trying to actually go outside, I think the truck and like sort of clean the windshield and it fell off under red flags. I was like, Oh, that didn't work. And then I had nothing. So then my screen was so bad. And last year it was so bad. This year it was not nearly as bad, but um, yeah. So I would just stick it in between like one of these bars down there and it would just sort of like stay there. And so it was nice. Um, but yeah, there's no like spot. Wow. It's not taped in. It's not, you know, it could fly anywhere it wants, but yeah, you just sort of place it down there like it's sitting there and it somehow stays. I don't know. Boom. So, there you go. Yeah. Wow. There you go. That's the in Stock car insight racing. that we think about. Imagine in Formula One, yep. they were like, hey, uh, <laughs> Lewis, we're going to put a Swiffer beside your seat. <laughs> <laughs> just is it gonna be like fastened down or no 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 just put it there and like we're hoping it will still be there when you make some corners <laughs> that's yeah. how it goes do you feel like uh the racing would have been better if you guys didn't have windshields uh all right so i have a, i have a really no i don't think it would have been any different and i don't think the mud is a big issue unless oh, the track take. is obviously super muddy but the I get dirt racers, you know, like a Kyle Larson who races dirt, knows dirt racing, knows dirt cars. Why you would say this windshield stuff is dumb? And I agree, it is kind of weird that we can't control our vision without pitting, right? Like that's a very frustrating thing because race car drivers should be able to control their vision. Now, I'll say in the heat race when it was super muddy, I tried to drive my truck in a way that wouldn't get so much mud on the windscreen, which I felt kind of worked. Um, and you know, not get on the grill. And, and then two, grill. I felt like, you know, when the track is prep, right. Barring that first run, like it's not, it's a non-issue, right? Second stock cars to me, NASCAR is built on the idea of racing stock cars, cars from the road, right? The idea that back in the day you took a car off the road and became a race car. If that's the case, instead of taking the windshields out, which is ridiculous to say it's a stock car. Why wouldn't you had a windshield wiper? Have windshield wiper and windshield wiper fluid. Thank you. Oh my god, I was about to suggest that. Like, just add a windshield wiper fluid thing. I mean, when I have a bunch of bugs on the front of my my car, I don't go and take a tear off of my car. I yep. use windshield wiper fluid, and yeah. Thank you. That's I'm just a great saying. point. I never thought of. It's yeah. a stock car. I guess we know how to, trucks. We. These are trucks. They're not race cars. They're trucks. They're literally trucks. Like trucks are made to go off road. Jamie Little made me run. She's like, "You're made. Trucks are made to go off road." I was like, "Yeah, they should race on dirt." And then I was like, "Why don't we have windshield wipers and and fluid?" So, yeah, we're only going 120 miles. Why can't, an hour why can't I turn my Why can't I turn my brights and blind the guy's mirror in front of me? Honestly, yep. I was just thinking Sports about car this. What truck drivers do in real life to me? Well, imagine if you guys had horns. Just how. You'd much never you guys it. would use horns 
You never oh. do. <laughs> <laughs> I would just, I'm just imagining Ty Gibbs just getting past and just laying on the horn for an entire like three well, have laps. Ever, have you ever watched sports car racing? It's just like with the lights. Yeah, the the oh yeah, the lights. The lights, lights are a visual they, version of the. the mm-hmm. They love oh, to flash yes. the lights at each other, and you get like one GT driver who catches another, and like some are more of a you know prick about it than the others, where they're like flashy light, flashy light, flashy light, trying to distract the guy. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, I mean, people do it on iRacing too. Like, yeah, they do. Oh, I do it all. We've it's, done it you're just racing. Yep. Yeah, you're just racing, and some guy comes on. He immediately starts flashing. You're like, okay, dude, yep. calm down. All right, bro. But the weird thing is, sometimes people flash their lights to let you know they're passing. Some people do because they're mad, and some mm. people do it as like a, hey, I'm here. So you can never tell. But everybody, you always assume if somebody's flashing behind you or beside you, you're like, oh, this this dude, he's about to, I'm about to wreck him. How dare yeah, you I've flash never- me? I've never taken it as the way they're trying to let me know they're passing. It's always the, no. I'm trying to distract yeah. you. And my immediate reaction is I want to wreck you as far as I the barrier as possible. Internet turns off. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> um, guys, let's put the, is there any more questions on the truck race or should we put it aside? Let's put it aside. Let's move yeah, to the cup race. I'm done with it. I got, I got a, I got a bone to pick with the cup race. So Same, I right. got a bone to pick, pick it away at the, about the bone you're about to pick with the cup race. So go oh, away, Mister. Uh, I'm Mister Wrong for this one, Parker. Parker, Joshua just, Wrong Mendoza. No, 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 no. Okay. Parker, just quickly go over the first two stages if you can. Oh yeah, go ahead. Right. Um, race started. Uh, 15 laps in, they had to do a caution because everyone's grills and windshields were covered in mud, caked with mud. Uh, some of them did it smarter than others. Like the Stuart Haas cars obviously had their grill set up in a way that it just stopped all airflow on that outerwear. Whereas you had like the 47 who had it on springs, which looked pretty smart. And I was with Brian Patty in the fact that if you showed up prepared, why would you throw a, yeah, a caution for all these people? Um, exactly. When Brian Patty and the 47 were very prepared. Uh, but, Immediately, it showed that the you know the outside lane was working. The fourteen was good. Um, you know, then they they really gravitated towards the top, and not towards as high up the top as we thought. But you know, the track stayed with a lot of moisture. I'm trying to remember what happened, we get to the end of stage one. Who won stage one? Chase Briscoe, Kyle Larson, I think. No, Briscoe. No, Reddick. I was doing. I was doing. I I forgot to set my lineup because I was doing my taxes, and I continue to do my taxes throughout the race. So. Oh. Somebody won stage one. Um, it was great racing. Stage two. It's probably Briscoe. Yeah, probably Briscoe. Um, you could pit under the stages, you know, non-competitive cautions and get your spot back. Uh, you know, not lose a spot on pit road, just like trucks. But if someone stayed out, they would keep that spot. But then that leads us towards stage two, where right at the end of stage two, there was rain in the area. It hit. And I believe this is where Briscoe, and many of the leaders decide to pit under stage two's caution as it starts to rain, which normally would then mean the leader of the race would be the car that stayed out. But in a non-competitive pit stop situation, until you restart the race, there has been no change in your p- position. So this For became the a, a point of contention amongst the broadcast and the competitors and NASCAR. Uh, which was Josh, quite comical. I believe, I believe you is where you want to take over. Hey guys, editor Josh here. Just coming in to say um, this next argument and this next section is way boring for, I think, most people, including myself. I think I tuned out of the argument when I was arguing about it. I recommend that if you don't want to listen to something that will more than likely bore you, fast forward to about 43 minutes and 30 seconds where you can hear Parker and AJ disagree about something else or someone talk about somebody's birthday. I'm not really sure. Um, Otherwise, you can continue to listen, but 43 minutes and 30 seconds, you can bypass boring conversations about I don't even remember at this point. What are we... What are? Um, yeah, uh, I don't have any issues with the enforcement of the rule. That's how the rule was written. I'm my, my contention is the fact that that's how the rule was written. Um, they have say it's a non-competitive pit stop yet. There is still an option not to do a pit stop and make an advantage when nothing is 
happening. So therefore, the race is not technically stopped because there is a place for you to gain spots during a part of the race that should technically is technically not even happening or not even existing. Um, in my opinion, there should be no way in any way, shape, or form that a decision can be made that does not affect the race in the event that the race gets called early before you get back green flag racing. If a decision can be made and an advantage can be had, you are still technically racing even if laps are not counting. So what you, you would know, Josh... like... <clears throat> Go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. Go ahead, Parker. Oh. So what you would like... I'm about to go off on this is... dude. What you would want, just, you know, help me out here, is where with these non-competitive stops, essentially everyone has to come down pit road for two minutes and then yes. everyone gets back in the same position. Yes. You don't like you, the idea that you, someone can stay out. Like how it usually not is. Pit. You're, yeah, I, you don't the, like well, the idea that he, someone can not pit and then therefore gain a bunch of positions, which is the only I, strategy. I don't have that an issue with that. It, it, that is the only strategy that can be employed. My issue with the fact is, is that, that that strategy does not play out until you go green flag racing. I think that's ridiculous. I mean, you don't need to add laps, but you should update timing and scoring to show that a change has occurred it's just to me it, it blows my mind that the only way timing and scoring can advance is if laps are counting even though things are happening in the race so yeah josh, you bring up know. some fair points you bring up some fair points josh about how you don't think the the rule is the rule makes sense about you know positions don't change until you go back green flag racing well you know what a rule that i don't think makes sense is I think that our buddy Landon Castle should get to start each race one lap ahead of the field. But <laughs> you know, okay, I think it's a dumb rule that he's not allowed to start a lap ahead of the field. But it doesn't change the rules. You know, the rules are the rules. Yeah, I'm. You're right. I'm not. I'm not arguing the fact that they enforced it wrong. Why, I don't. Why has everybody got a problem with it? Because the rule is terrible. You're going back in time yeah. to determining a finish order after things have happened in the race. I don't know because I I I tend to like how we they do that under because, caution. Yeah, and I not I for the finish of the race. Here's my problem. It wasn't finished the race. I think I think stages are an artificial thing anyway, caution. right? Well, what's up? Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, AJ. I'm trying to hear him. What? What, Parker? I didn't hear what you said because he talked over you. <laughs> stages are an artificial thing anyway so technically mm -hmm. the break you know this caution that's, that comes about stages because there's a points paying situation uh to me you know the way we're doing this non-competitive stop stuff it made sense that you could stay out or not or pit and not lose your spot on pit road because they're trying to basically say pit road is a non-competitive area but the racetrack is still a competitive area so i think the way you're judging it is that stuff is happening that doesn't start again until you slow the green flag again, which I get is an odd thing, but it makes sense to me that once it all circles through, when all cycles through the pit road stuff, you know, you don't fully account what's changed, what's happened till you then line up to go restart. That's all you the only way to do, do a non-competitive start. Because think about well, how, it, how it's conducted, too. You have two minutes on pit road, right? Get mm -hmm. this stuff done, and then you pull off at any time. You could come in. You could fill it full of fuel. Other people are changing tires, or, I, or you can you might have to do all four. I can't remember. But you can do something. You could do it faster or slower, and then you leave. And like when you come off pit road, it's anarchy. Like Everyone's everywhere. Everyone's trying to figure out where they're trying to go. And then you all sort of line up where you're supposed to be. And then you ride around, NASCAR makes sure the lineup is correct, and then they're like, okay, line up, we're going one to green, green, now it's all back going again. Yeah. So I that I don't have an issue with that. It's a binary system. You either stay out or you come in. Yeah. And if you stay out, you should be lined up in front of those other people, even if the are. race concludes before you start going green. Yeah, but the, the rule you're, you're, is you're, but the rules are not really doing anything. Yeah, the rule wasn't intentionally if the race ends. That just happened to be the scenario. And that seems very short-sighted when that rule is specifically written for one race out of the year that has been historically rained out. Yeah, but you could say it. That doesn't even make any sense. You could, hit, you could what? historically say 
you could historically say that, you know, oh, if a caution comes out with two, with, there's three groom my checkers. Oh, well, historically, you know, we have three groom my checkers here. And, uh, well, I, I think that's dumb because we historically we have three green white checkers. So we need to have six green white checkers. Why would you change the rule just for the simple fact that that just happened to be the certain condition this time? Because you learn and you realize that you need to make an improvement. There's a reason why NASCAR didn't end that race right then and there. It was because they realized they were in a position that was going to create a highly controversial finish. I mean, it was rain stopped and they could go back racing. Well, I, I honestly believe if it was NASCAR's decision, they would have called that race if they could have declared Kyle Busch the winner. But their rule book says they couldn't. In my, in my opinion, they did reach the official well, distance. They're always going to do what they can to get the whole distance in. So yeah. that's they, they, they will, they just will do everything I, they can to go racing. AJ, I don't necessarily agree at all with what you're saying, that changing <laughs> the rule book just because you learn something is stupid because you learn something. What did they learn? What did they learn? That you could that there is a way for the leader to get a free pit stop if he believes that basically gives him zero loss if they decide to call the race early. Or it gives him con- complete advantage at the end of stage two that he can either come in and pit or stay out. And if they call the race early, he wins no matter what scenario happens there. It, he has a checkmate scenario in that position. Chase Briscoe had a checkmate scenario checkmate scenario if NASCAR wanted it to that he would either have fresh tires on the restart or he would win the race. It was a perfect scenario for Chase Briscoe. His decision was made by the rule book for him when everyone else had to make a strategy decision. To me, if there's strategy to stay out, you that that needs to affect the finishing order of the race. Kyle Busch had made the strategy that he wanted to stay out. Maybe they thought I this is on them that if they stayed out and the race was called that they would be declared the winner. But that's how Justin Haley won the race in Daytona. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's if a decision can be made, it should affect how the race finish order. Yeah, I feel like you could find so many rules and you could say the exact same thing with all of those, you know. Find them for me, please. I'm very interested because there is no I don't know of any other scenario in NASCAR where you can go back in time to determine a uh, determine a winner. They do under caution. If a caution comes out, they go back to different scoring loops or under camera. But that's not determining a winner. That's totally what they're doing. They're determining the winner. They're going back and looking to see who is the race of the race. Yeah. If the caution comes out, they look at photos and they use video evidence. How is this any different? That's not part. No, that's choosing the exact instance when the yellow came out. Yes or no? Yes, but they're still going back in time. Why is it different? Because it's under caution, under a they, red they're flag. They're not going back in time. They're they're literally... The, to give you an idea, that's like saying if we kept racing to the checkered to determine a winner, but actually we're going to go back to when the yellow flag came out, not when there was more decisions to be made on track. The racing ends as soon as the... Like on track racing ends as soon as there's a yellow, but there is, we're getting into the weeds on this one. I've, I've tuned out guys. I know. I know. So is, so is our listeners. You bring up some good points and I may be wrong, but I'm not changing my mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. 13 guys, minutes of my let's life. just end this one. So basically the 43 race minutes. does, hold on. The race does restart. No, I'm just talking about ending this darn oh, this recap of the race. Okay. So the race does restart. We see some awesome racing. Eventually, it boils down to Tyler Reddick getting chased down by Chase Briscoe, who is shifting on the high line at Bristol on dirt. You can see the flames off the corners every time when he upshifts. You can see the flames when he downshifts. It's so awesome. He's using an entirely different driving style, and he gets to Tyler Reddick as they hit traffic on the last lap, down in a three and four, he ships it, just licks the stamp and sends it into turn three, nails the eight car of Ty Reddick. They both spin out. Tyler does a wonderful 360. Chase almost saved it, but didn't. Spins out to the bottom, and Tyler barely loses the race to Kyle Busch right at the line, and Briscoe 
barely got going again. Um, guys, I thought one of the cooler finishes I've seen in a while. But afterwards, mm-hmm. I assumed I knew Tyler Reddick wouldn't be one to be like, oh, I'm going to fight him and everything. Cause I knew what he was going to say, which is exactly what he said, which is just my fault that he even got to me. Cause Tyler thinks that way. He's the first to blame himself and everything he does. Uh, he's a great guy, but he loves to, uh, you know, put himself down first. And I, I don't see it that way. I think he drove an excellent race. I think, uh, you know, he probably could have maybe just given Chase more room and used the top lane, knowing he was going to ship it in there and try to, you know, basically be prepared for the the um, slide job. Or if it doesn't go right, you know, be on the high lane and grip up with the right rear and drive off the corner. Or if he does slide job you, be able to turn under him and drive up and beat him to the line. So I think that part could have been different. But in terms of Chase running him down, I think, you know, Chase had a rabbit and he was driving wildly to get there with the shifting and everything, and he got there. So I thought it was a cool race. Um, huge TV ratings. Overall successful for NASCAR. Big weekend. I think uh, we'll be racing on Easter for the foreseeable future, and I believe uh, we'll be back at the dirt. So I like. I thought it was overall cool. I'd love to do it in Cup. I en- I enjoyed the fact that the fans still booed Kyle Busch and he didn't even do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy, he's like, I didn't even do anything. Dude, they, dude, he's won so many times there. They are so tired of him winning at that track. <laughs> they hate it. On dirt, he loves yeah. it. He's like, yep. There he you literally, go. he literally, he literally backed into a win, and then he went out and tweeted about how he backed into a win. So I, oh, did he? Yeah, I. He is. I love that he's just totally willing to troll his audience yep. after he what he was the one who was like complaining about Bowman backing into all his wins, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Kyle, Kyle and Bush gets did, too much smack. Totally. No, oh, he's great. He's great for the sport. He's great no. personality. He's you awesome. can't hate him. Uh, and he makes me laugh so much. So yeah, he is a hell of a race car driver, <clears throat> and. I did pass him for like 400 feet at Coda, and so I'm just gonna put that out there. But uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, you passing him at Coda is like Josh's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I was about to say week eight of Parker mentioning him passing him at Coda. It's not every day you get to pass Kyle Busch for the lead of something straight up. Anyway, well, maybe no, if you cool. race Monday Night Racing more, you I'm could. Gonna. I'm going for the dump. Well, right. Every time I race Monday Night Racing, I beat him. So what are you saying? I beat him at the duels oh, last oh. year. I beat him every wow. time. He's not even he's not even in my Look zip code that. when it comes to iRacing. Not even everybody who's listening to this, we need to hold Parker accountable. Because every season yeah. of Monday Night Racing, he says he's gonna well, do the I'm, full season there. He never no, 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 no. I've never said it, and I'm gonna put it in my calendar and everything. You watch. I'm, I'm dedicated. Wow. I, I, I okay. have not dedicated to a sim racing championship in a long time, but I think they have what is it, six weeks? Josh? What the whole season? season. Yeah, it's only it's six season. weeks. Well, no, it's 14 weeks. Wait, I thought it was six weeks of a seat, like two seasons. Of a oh, six here week. we go. First excuse. It's the playoffs are six weeks. Oh, it's a 14, 14 weeks week for the full season. Okay. So like through the summer. So you need to win a race. <laughs> Parker <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> suddenly backing out from all his claims and silently deleting them from his well, Twitter timeline. I haven't uh, dedicated to a sim racing championship in a long since Sim 500 back in 2017. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to win this. Yeah, I want to do it. I haven't you won were a sim racing a, you championship were, since 2006. You were a pro driver for iRacing for a little while, were you not? Didn't what you, you have a, didn't you have a, a black shirt? Oh, DWC. For a oh, yeah, I was, DWC. No, I never made it to DWC. I made it to the series below at the time. Got uh, it. Pro. But that yeah. does mean you had a black stripe at one point, right? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they used to so get you them. are a pro driver. If I want to, I get to dedicate and get it. But no, nah, I just I'm gonna go for this one. Going for the W. So. Ladies and gentlemen, Guys. Parker Kligerman, pro iRacing driver and past Kyle Bush for four hundred feet <laughs> at Coda. <laughs> let's yeah. jump into um let's jump in the news. You guys got any news? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, so yeah. on uh, on the year, there, his show, a driver was talking to Chase Briscoe, and Chase Briscoe did invite 
the host of the show to race a dirt race car at one point. I believe this was in the wall with Parker Kligerman. So mm-hmm. Parker may go dirt racing for Chase Briscoe at one point. Um, just putting that out there. He has invited me to do that. Pretty cool. So, and I think I showed my dirt skills this weekend. So I think I'm going to get that shot to go race a dirt midget at some point. And uh, I intend to go win. So I'll let you know when it is. Um, looping back to a few weeks ago, I mentioned that they were going to have a yacht club at the, at the, (laughs) you remembered. Thank you. That they were going to have a yacht club at the Miami Grand Prix. Well, um, on my face right now in the recording, you'll see some photos of the yacht club getting set up. And that Mm -hmm. answers your question of how do they get a yacht club or a yacht into a swimming pool? There you go, AJ. They literally Why? Got, a, got a truck and brought it in. Are they going to fill that Why? full of water? Why, though? Once they put them in? I believe in? so. I That's believe so. Wild. Why do you guys laugh? think this is cool? Yeah, I mean, I think it's lame because you could put grandstands there and sell real tickets for a couple hundred bucks or less and actual people could go instead of, you know, uh, Bitcoin billionaires and... Um, Influencers you know, influ- and rich kids who's trust fund babies. But I think, uh, yeah, I think it's a cool thing. Like it looks cool. It looks cool in that sense. It's just, you know, that's about, the, that's about this race should be the trust fund Grand Prix. <laughs> Basically, this makes as, as little sense as, uh, changing the leader when somebody comes down to pit. Hmm. Okay. okay, thank you for that uh, <laughs> insightful piece of information. We I have, have more photos. Oh, wow. Okay, okay you have news. Do you want to no, no, take go, over? The... Go, go, Josh. Uh, more photos of F1 Manager 2022. I'm going to keep talking about this because I am so excited about this game. Um, it lit- It is a full-blown management of your team. You can choose your technical chief, head of aerodynamics, your engineers, um, you can do scouting for staff so you can poach them from other teams. You manage your season balance, focus on the cost cap, manage your sponsors, look at your upcoming races and figure out which ones you want to focus on as a team, looks like. Um, and then look at your driver perform and help come up with strategy for your drivers in their, um, in each race. So a couple cool photos that they showed off. Talking about that, Parker, I think you're going to be excited. That actually does look cool. I like that. I mean, I'll never play it because that wow. sounds way too involved. But uh, I think if you're in that kind of thing, you know, that would be fun. I wonder if they'll do a thing where you get to, like, become a real – this sounds like the type of thing these days where, like, someone will become really good at it and then they'll get to be, like, honorary team manager for a day with Alfa Romeo. Sauber. That would be really cool. Honestly, yeah. I I've been. I actually might play this now that you bring it up because it does look cool. Oh, it keeps posting the same photo. Sorry, guys. Um, but I'll send the. I'll just send the link here. Um, and then you guys can read it if you'd like. So when's it come uh, out? I'll probably drop it. Um, they haven't said a release date, but it will be coming out in summer of 2022 on PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Steam, and the Epic Game Store. So. So on PC. I. It'll be on PC and consoles. Got it. You think this is something I could play on my Mac? Uh, probably. Um, well, maybe if it if it's if Mac if they support it on Mac, then I I would imagine it would be something that you might be able to play. Um, That'd be awesome. See, this is the type of game you could play like on the road when I'm traveling. Yeah, it should be fun. It looks like a lot of fun. All right, Parker, what did you have to say? Uh, guys, as always, big F1 news. The new Dacia Sandero. Then I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> what? what did you just that's say? That's the Top Gear. That's a Top Gear joke. Oh, Do you okay. ever watch Top Gear? UK? I watch, no, I watched the one with no. Rutledge Wood. By the oh, way, no. I'm real you sad guys, that they canceled that one. That was so the one. I love. Yeah, Rutledge, Rutledge, my favorite. The original one is is uh, is amazing. But anyway, the they used to James May used to be like big news. 
<laughs> the new Dacia Sandero is ready. And it's like the shittiest car there is. And <laughs> you're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so pretty good bit. But no, uh, F1 championship leader, Charles Leclerc, got robbed of a $320,000 no, Richard Mille watch in Italy last night, Monday night. Uh, he was swarmed by some fans who recognized him in like a dark area. He looked down. Next thing he knew, his watch was missing. Got, you know, alerted the authorities. Thankfully, that's the only thing that, you know, happened was he lost his watch. Uh, but guess yep. what? I didn't even realize this. I just did this on the in the wall and I didn't even realize this. He's not the first driver to be watched to be robbed of an expensive watch. Last year, Lando Norris had a prototype Richard Mule watch uh, snatched from his wrist after the Euro 2020s at Wembley Stadium. That whole deal. So I remember, I remember that epidemic happening. of F1 drivers' watches getting yanked. Just put it out. If there. you're an F1 driver, you know maybe you go out in public. Wear an maybe, Apple watch. Uh, maybe just wear a maybe wear a forty dollar movement watch. Yeah, that? that's that's a good call. No, I mean, you should go out in public without getting robbed. It's unfortunate, (laughs) but yeah. Um, Was that was that all of the news? Is that the only news you had, AJ? That was my news, and Parker stole it. So, well, I got one more thing. I got one more thing. Okay, let's do it. I can get you one more thing. Uh, I got one that's ready when you're good. All right. Well, I just want to say, I don't know if you guys are big World Rally fans, uh, but I've always been sort of a fan of it. I used to love it growing up. Uh, Sebastian Loeb is returning to do another race in the World Rally Championship after he won in his one-off comeback in Rally Monte Carlo earlier this year and is now doing another rally in Portugal and basically is just going to continue racking up wins because he's the GOAT and I think the guy's insane. Legend. So, yep, that's my thing. That's epic. Love to see it. Um, Can we look forward to this weekend real quick with Imola? Yes. Uh, part of my news is discussing the new format, and it's going to be the first debut of the sprint race for F1. It'll be happening at Imola, and the sprint race is more important than ever before. Last year, three points were handed out to the winner, two points to second, and one point to third. That is now completely changed where the top eight drivers will receive points and the winner gets eight uh, where, or the top eight drivers get points. Winner gets eight, eight gets one sliding scale in between. Um, so that's going to be pretty awesome. More points up for grab than I believe ever in a single weekend. So hmm. it's going to be cool. They're going to be racing at Imola, which is, is it historically known as a exciting passing track? I I can't remember. Uh no, but it's it's historically a incredible racetrack. So, yes. you know, you the, the mid sector mid sector on the backside is one of the most incredible, you know, elevation change, high commitment, high speed corners in Formula One. So and the first few sections are crazy too. And obviously it's where Iron Senna lost his life, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I do remember last year's that. race was insane. And yeah. Roland Rassenberg. You had uh, Volteri Botas and George Russell crashing each other. You had Lewis. He went off the track by himself. Rarely see that. Yeah. It is looking like it's going to rain this weekend. No way. Oh, so we may, last year. we may get rain uh, for this year. Uh, also, an important note, it is the first European race of the season. It's also a weekend where we're going to see a lot of major improvements brought to a lot of cars. I know that Mercedes was going to be said that Imola was going to be where a major upgrade was occurring. So we could see Mercedes up fighting for podium potentially. Uh, They've been near there already. Um, They've gotten one or two so far. Two podium, one podium, two podiums. Yep. One. So... I know Lewis got I one. Think, yeah, George got one too, I think. Yep, that's right. He did. And George is second in points, which is absolutely mind-boggling to me. So That's crazy. Good for him. Good for him. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We'll do F1 breakfast this weekend, guys. I got yeah, nothing 9 else going on. Eastern. I literally have a weekend off. This is my only weekend off probably for the next like, wow. three weeks. Or no, three months. Look at you. So, um, 
Wow. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. No plans. Congratulations. Yeah. Appreciate it. Guys, I'm going to uh, say let's close this one up. Good episode. Glad to be here with you. Let's uh, let's do this again next week. What do you think? I think that would be uh, I don't know. mighty fun. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. All right. Well, okay, AJ. <laughs> AJ. <laughs> Thanks First to the you waste Reddit- my time for 13 minutes and not even listen. Then you say you're not going to do it next week. Did we get any? Reddit, did anyone email way. you, Parker? No one's emailed me. Thank you, Reddit, uh, for saying this is the greatest podcast in existence. We ended there. Yes. Voted by Reddit. Mm-hmm. Send us an outro. Yeah, let's get out of here. I got a plane to catch. <laughs> Where's he going? <laughs> You've never been on a plane. I've been on a plane twice. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, it was on the same trip, but it was one, one trip. What? <laughs> Spirit <laughs> and American. Um, hey, by the How way, guys, just are. so you guys know, I, I have a... um. I have a birthday party planned. Oh. You guys are welcome to come. End it. Uh, we're, End it. We're going to watch the F1. <laughs> I've already been to the last one.